Hello, Southern Middle Tennessee. This is Front Porch Radio News, and I'm Chris Yao, filling in for Tom Price here on this Monday, June 19th edition. Thank you guys for being with us here on this fine Monday as we get you ready for the work week with a little bit of news, and we'll start with local news here in Murray County. Columbia's 7th annual Juneteenth celebration was held Saturday at Riverwalk Park with a festival event featuring live music, vendors, and educational events. The City of Columbia officially designated Juneteenth as a city holiday in 2020, becoming the first city in the state to do so. Juneteenth is a combination of the words June and 19th, which commemorates June 19, 1865, when Union troops arrived in Galveston Bay, Texas, with news of freedom nearly two years after President Abraham Lincoln declared emancipation for enslaved Africans in the country. More than 250,000 African Americans in Texas embraced freedom by executive decree in what became known as Juneteenth or Freedom Day. Over generations and migrations of black people from Texas across the South and from southern states to the North, Juneteenth became a holiday celebrating the freedom of more than 3.9 million slaves across the U.S. during and after the Civil War. Local event organizers say the celebration event is open to anyone who wishes to come. This is not just about us as African Americans in our community. This is a community celebration for all walks of life, Japera Ray said. We are here to love everybody and enjoy the day together. Food trucks, clothing boutiques, lemonade stands, and other vendors lied to Riverwalk Park for the event. For staff, making sure there is something for everyone is a key to a successful event. We have so many different types of things here, like our basketball skills challenge, kids zone, informative things, and our history hunt, Jupiter Murphy said. The history hunt allows kids to get a map and find different things from around the area to teach them about history. Opening their gates to any vendors who wish to participate adds to that community feel. We're here to spread love and joy and positivity as well as self-care. We want to have the entire community to be involved with one another, Ray said. The goal of this event is to put yourself out there for the community. If you're a vendor or the local Democratic Party or Republican Party or up for candidacy with the Commission or Local Board of Education, whatever it may be, this is a place we want you to be. Voter registration was a big part of the event as well because having an informed electorate is something organizers said is important for the future success of the county. We are registering voters because we have elections all year long and we want people's voice to be heard, Ray added. As the event has grown over the years, one of its founders, Jay Lee Gales, said she has been overwhelmed by the support of the community. The help we've gotten from day one and the support we've received has been incredible. Just seeing this community come together to learn more about Juneteenth, that was the goal. It feels good to see what it's become, she said. Both Columbia and Spring Hill have continued to skyrocket in population over the last two years since the most recent census was conducted. Recent estimates released by the U.S. Census Bureau reported that Columbia is the seventh fastest growing city in the state, while Spring Hill sits at ninth on the list. Spring Hill is now the state's 14th largest city, according to data. Tennessee passed Massachusetts in 2022 to become the nation's 15th largest state. It's not scary to us that we continue to grow at this pace, Spring Hill Mayor Jim Hageman said. 
We've had meetings at the state and county levels to plan what we are going to do as growth continues to surge in Middle Tennessee. Hageman said he has continued to work on smart growth in the city and feels as if the city has been able to accomplish that through the Unified Development Code and Spring Hill Rising 2040 Comprehensive Plan. Those are great guidebooks on how to grow and meet the needs of those moving here, he said. As we move forward, we are trying to mitigate the issues upon us and certainly not add to them. One of the major issues facing Spring Hill is sewer and wastewater, two things the city is and its staff have been working to resolve for several years. I'm sorry the issues we have exist, but we are managing them through elected officials and city staff, Hageman said. We are racing to make sure we don't put future citizens in a bind. In recent years, the Murray County portion of Spring Hill has grown at a faster rate than Williamson County, bucking a decade-long trend. Hageman said thankfully the city can levy impact fees, which lessens the burden on the city's infrastructure costs. He said he would like to see the county be able to levy those among developers outside the city limits in the future, something county leaders have been working on passing at the state level for two years now. When people build here, they impact everything, he said. We have to hire more staff, emergency personnel, equipment, and infrastructure. We use those to offset some of the costs. Murray County is growing as well, and I'm surprised the state hasn't allowed that for them, but they need them. For Columbia, growth in Columbia is not coming as a surprise at all. In fact, the city has been actively recruiting new residents over the last few years. And being among the state's fastest growing communities is something the city has been preparing for. The West 7th Streetscape pro Project began a massive downtown paving initiative that is currently making its way through the city's arts district, and the largest single infrastructure project in the city's history is beginning with sewer expansion as well. The United States Census Bureau estimates are based on birth and death records, regional migration information, and building permit data, among other data sets. And now... We'll take our first break of the day. When we return, we'll have your hometown memorials right after this on Front Porch Radio News, Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Listening 101.7, 103.7, WKOM, WKRM, Delk Kennedy, owner operator. Great to have you with us. Family first. <laughs> My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us, it was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. great things here in Tennessee, but there's one thing we've got to fix now. Tennessee leads the nation in gun thefts, and too often, criminals use stolen guns in violent crimes. I'm TBI Director David Rausch. Help us prevent gun thefts. When you're not carrying, secure your guns, not only at home, but also in your car. Secure it. Lock it. Help stop it. Take the extra step. Together, we can keep Tennessee safe. Brought to you by the TBI, Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Funded under an agreement with the State of Tennessee Department of Finance and Administration Office of Criminal Justice Programs. Supported by Award 2020 MUBX0051. Awarded by the Bureau of Justice Assistance, Office of Justice Programs, USDOJ. You're listening to your local radio. Welcome back in to Front Porch Radio News on Southern here in Southern Middle Tennessee. This is Kennedy Broadcasting, WKRM, WKOM. We're coming to you from Columbia, of course, and I'm Chris Yao, filling in this morning for Tom Price. We'll take a look now at your hometown memorials, brought to you by 
Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Norman Don Garner, 88, retired employee of Industrial Products and resident of Hampshire, died Friday, June 16, 2023 at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Garner will be conducted Tuesday at 11 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in the Worley Cemetery. Family will visit friends Tuesday from 10 o'clock until service time at the funeral home. Mr. Jerry Dwayne Walters, 71, retired employee of Precision Tubular and resident of Mount Pleasant, died Friday, June 16th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Walters will be conducted Thursday at 11 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Arlington Cemetery. Family will visit with friends on Wednesday from 4 until 8 p.m. at the funeral home. And now we take a look at news from around the state and nation. Murray County Republican Andy Ogles introduced on the floor of the House of Representatives articles of impeachment against President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris last week. Support for impeachment is limited to a select group of Republicans in the House and will be an uphill battle for the freshman congressman. Ogles, however, claims Biden weaponized the office of the presidency to, quote, shield the business and influence peddling schemes of his family from congressional oversight and public accountability. Specifically, Representative Ogles' bill claims companies created by family members of Biden and associates used to, quote, funnel millions of dollars to Biden family members. He also alleges, while serving as vice president in 2016, Biden requested the Ukrainian president fire the prosecutor investigating Burisma Holdings, a company of which Hunter Biden sat on the board at the time. Joe Biden hasn't just failed the American people with his abysmal excuse for leadership. He's violated his sworn oath to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Joe Biden has repeatedly abused his position of power, both as vice president and president, to cover up his illicit family business dealings and exploitation of taxpayer resources, Ogle said in a statement. The American people know they can't depend on the so-called Department of Justice to investigate the Biden family's corruption, so it's up to the U.S. Congress to hold him accountable once and for all. The second charge cites Biden's handling of the southern border, claiming his actions, or lack thereof, have, quote, endangered the people of the United States. Ogles cites drug seizures at the border and illegal immigrant encounters at the border, which have resulted in, quote, eight of the ten highest months ever recorded. Ogles claims Harris was complicit in the weaponization of the executive office, naming her in the charges as well. His accomplice, Vice President Kamala Harris, has demonstrated her extraordinary incompetence time and again, Ogle's statement reads. She has allowed the land invasion at our southern border to continue unchecked, threatening the livelihoods of millions and the lives of, of thousands who have been murdered at the hands of illegal aliens and died from illicit fentanyl. Ogle summarized the bill with, In all of this, Joseph Robinette Biden has acted in a manner contrary to the public trust and subversive of constitutional government to the great prejudice of the cause of law and justice and to the manifest injury of the people of the United States. At Bonnaroo, the annual music and arts festival which began last Thursday, music is the main attraction. But there's also plenty of people talking about serious issues too. 
In the middle of the 700-acre farm-turned-entertainment venue is the aptly named Centeroo, where a collection of nonprofit organizations have conversations with Bonnaroovians rambling through. These organizations include groups focused on political action and LGBTQ advocacy, but Habitat for Humanity, the Human Rights Campaign, Sexual Harassment Prevention Training, and other groups are also represented. This is the first year that Planet Rue has a section called Ally Alley, so the LGBTQ organizations have a space where they can come, said Nashville native Corrine Elise, Associate Director of Engagement and Administration at Nashville Launchpad, a volunteer organization that provides a safe space for displaced youth to sleep so they don't end up sleeping on the street. While some things are new this year, many organizations have returned because of the special nature of the audience at Bonnaroo. This is our 13th Bonnaroo, and the reason we keep coming back is because it's a beautiful mixture of people who've come in from different parts of the country, but also local, said Summit New Jersey native Bob Ferguson, who is a music outreach manager at Oxfam, a global initiative to end poverty. Many of the organizations that attend are nonpartisan and simply have the goal to educate people in certain areas. That's Headcount's mission is to get as many people to the polls as possible, not in either party, and making the voice of the country more inclusive. There's so many people here, and there's so much diversity, so why not every, get everyone registered to vote and get everybody jazzed about democracy, said Huntsville, Alabama native Wanda Wasilowski, volunteer at Headcount. Bonnaroo is really special to those who keep returning because of the people they have the opportunity to interact with. People from all over the country and often the world attend Bonnaroo, allowing both national and local organizations to be recognized by more demographics. I think it's important to be in places like Bonnaroo because it attracts a different crowd. We show up every weekend at a Pride Festival, and those are people who are in our community and are very supportive of our community. Not everyone here might be that way, so just showing up in a new and unique space and being new people helps, said Portland, Oregon native Zach Hayshack, Senior Director of Membership Outreach at the Human Rights Campaign. While politics tends to follow people everywhere they go, having a so-called safe space to discuss certain policies allows people to be more open and learn more. I can't do that at other festivals. The big city festivals, they're mostly people who are just there for the music, and they come and they're gone. Here, people seem to show up wanting to learn about issues, wanting to be helpful. They often have really fantastic ideas that I can take back to our home office, said Ferguson. Many at Planet Rue describe Bonnaroo in general as a place where people are free to express themselves and their thoughts, allowing creativity and connection to thrive at the advocacy booths at Planet Rue. The primary election for the two expelled members of the Tennessee Three was held last Thursday in Nashville and Memphis. Justin Jones, the Democrat from Nashville of District 52, ran unopposed and received 1,508 votes. Jones was expelled April 6th and was returned to the State House of Representatives by Nashville's Metro Council four days later. Republican Laura Nelson received just 248 votes. In Shelby County's District 86, Justin Pearson of Memphis received 2,209 votes. Opponent David Page received 125. Pearson was also expelled on the same day and returned to the State House by Memphis lawmakers the following week. Jones Pearson and Gloria Johnson of Knoxville faced expulsion proceedings for their actions during a gun legislation protest at the Capitol on March 30th. Jones and Pearson led the gallery crowd in chants from the House floor podium using a megaphone. 
Johnson, who walked to the front of the House with the men, was spared expulsion by one vote. The special election for Jones and Pearson seats will take place August 3rd. In Nashville, August 3rd is also the Metro General Election and the special primary for House District 51, which sits empty after the death of Representative Bill Beck earlier this month. As of Thursday morning, Afton Bain and Rain Hahn have pulled petitions in the race. An investigation by special agents with the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation into a shooting incident involving now former Laverne police officer has resulted in an indictment. On June 6, the Rutherford County Grand Jury returned indictments charging Gavin Thomas Sherbel, 24, with one count of reckless endangerment, discharge of a firearm into an occupied habitat, and one count of aggravated assault. On June 12, he was arrested and booked into the Rutherford County Jail on a $7,500 bond. On April 6, at the request of the 16th Judicial District Attorney General Jennings Jones, TBI agents began investigating a complaint that Sherville fired his weapon inside his apartment. The bullet went through his apartment wall, striking a neighbor who was treated at a local hospital and then released. According to the news release, Sherville is no longer employed by the Laverne Police Department. He had been suspended in January for four shifts based on his violations of the employee handbook regarding unreported sexual harassment and conduct unbecoming of an officer. We'll take one final break. When we come back, our final story of the day here on Southern Middle Tennessee Today. We'll be right back after this. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help, gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people and we work hard to do things well, but we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. You're listening to your local radio. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee today. We'll take a look now at our final story. Margaret Owens retired from Mercy Community Healthcare in 2021, but she has continued to assist Mercy as they go through the construction process at their 33,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility off Hatcher Parkway in Franklin, which is due to be completed later this summer. With a little more free time, though, she's starting her second act by going back to her first love of art. Her inaugural showing is taking place at Spring Hill Library in June and July. Owens was an art major in college, but those who graduated before her gave her a bit of advice that caused her to change directions. Many with my college major cautioned me regarding the difficulty they had encountered in earning a living with an art degree. So I made the decision to move into healthcare administration as a career. I became a certified medical practice executive through the American College of Medical Practice Executives and a certified HIPAA compliance officer through the American Institute of Healthcare Compliance, Inc. In 2006, Margaret Owens settled in Spring Hill with her husband and became the chief operations officer of Mercy Community Healthcare. Previous to coming to Mercy, she served as the administrator for a healthcare practice in Mississippi for 18 years, but her days in healthcare are almost over. Her art style is realism. Her subject matter is moths and birds. Beautiful things in nature inspire her. She enjoys drawing things with great detail, exposing those that most people would normally miss seeing in everyday life. The intricacies found in nature are mind-blowing to me upon close examination, she said. I find this to be true of everything in nature, from the number of spots on a moth to the differences in feathers on the same bird. I enjoy painting and watercolor, but my true love is ink. Her series of exacting moth ink drawings called Drawn to the Light will be on exhibit at the library the entire month of June, and her bird series, The Waiters, will be displayed during the month of July. Her drawings are different varieties of moths as adults and are in their caterpillar stage as well as her birds in their habitat. Remind one of the drawings of famous naturalist John James Audubon with the exacting detail, or an architectural drawing which harkens back to her youth. Those wishing to purchase prints of her work will soon be able to do so through Laurel Mercantile Company of HGTV's hometown television series fame. She's in the process of being licensed through that company, and until then, you can purchase directly from her at margaretowensart at gmail.com. Spring Hill Library is located, of course, at 144 Kedron Parkway in Spring Hill, Tennessee. The library is closed on Sundays and Mondays, but open 
8.30 until 7.30 Tuesday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Friday, and 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturdays as well. That's going to do it for today's Southern Middle Tennessee News. Again, this is Front Porch Radio. I'm Chris Yao, filling in for Tom Price. You can find me and more on Main Street Media Television with more local news, sports, and business features. Search on your iPhone or Android app stores or on your Roku, Fire Stick, or Apple TV just by typing in Main Street Media TV. You can also visit MainStreetMurray.com to subscribe to our weekly hyper-local newspaper focused on Murray County news, sports, business, and more. Once again, hope you guys have a fantastic start to your week. Tom Price will be back tomorrow, but thank you once again for listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today right here on Kennedy Broadcasting, WKRM, WKOM. Have a fantastic day.